Yeah, we're at uh, Los Alamos during a nuclear test. <laughs> we're in the bunker right now. We hope you all are safe out there. Yeah. And when you guys come out, go to the $5 store. It's the place where the post-apocalyptics roam. Boy, that dog she knew. Boy, that dog she knew not burrow. <laughs> yes, it did. Okay. We're going to get there. See, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Hallelujah! We got a blessing coming down it, from above. Here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's see what we got here. Right. Oh wait, hold on. Did I hit the start button? I did. Yeah, I hit the start button. Okay. Did you hit the start button? <laughs> did, did he hit the start? Button? I hit the start button. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on out there at Radio Land? Hi there. <clears throat> did you? Oh, you removed the. Yeah, I took the screen. I guess it is. We're ready. The eye patch off. Yeah. Let me get my microphone over here where I can talk into it. So, just as we get ready to kind of do what we're doing here, I just wanted you all to understand that um, we just recorded the 600th episode of Neon Jazz. The 600th episode of Neon Jazz. Yes. If I'm sounding a little bit uh, grady, that's because I'm. I've just come off some kind of a respiratory issue. I've also been handed a um, a lozenge to help the process by a lovely lady here in the audience. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Who has also gotten sick. It's it's the summer sickness. Yeah, that's why she had the lozenges on hand in the first. So we're both going through the, the, the halls lozenges. Uh, the halls of coughing. The halls of coughing together. So hopefully. Oh, uh-oh, wait. Our weather forecast. That's all right. Okay. Well, because the speakers are turned up over there. There's a there's a little knob on. Uh... Hold on, we got a computer issue over here. Give us one second. Yeah, you see it? A little. There you go. So I don't know what the weather forecast was, but it was. He will trouble shopping. you no more. No more. Who knew? So what? We got two things here. That's all right. Just don't put, touch that button, or you'll fire off NORAD. Yes, oh, Ringo. Don't hit, don't hit don't. the red button. Don't want to hit the red button. That's right. <laughs> None. That's why you. That's why. That's why we talk about Never it. Never press the wet one. <laughs> that's right. And for a little extra money, I can install the blue one to get you down. That's right. <laughs> so, six hundredth episode. I, I kind of went through some different ideas, and I think the most a- appropriate way of celebrating the six hundredth episode was to look into the life of Jamil Nasser and his son Munir was the one that penned this book. It looks into his life, his son's music, Miles Davis, Art Tatum. Um, there's all kinds of people that were a part of this show, so it, it's going to be out there. You can dig it, and yeah, uh, we had some fun with this one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it yeah. was a great show. So we do have a bit of music that we're. We gonna... do have. <laughs> let me uh, put the needle on the thing here. First of all, start it always helps. I wish we could move the camera around. Wait, hold on. I don't know if you can see the turntable moving back there. There we go. Look at that. Oh, wait, yeah. hold on. That's a sort we're of... makeshift around here. Yeah. Look at that. How do you Look like that? that? How about huh? that? That thing's moving. Here, let's do this. We'll come right there. Yeah. Here we go. Perfect. It's it's in these little delicate movements. We're using it. We're using a pad. Yeah. Just the camera on the pad here to do this thing. Yes. But uh, we've wound up with this thing face down on the ground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see if we can uh, needle. Ah. Yeah. Oh wait. Ooh. Do. Ooh. ooh. Okay. Sorry. And then I'm gonna. <laughs> Oh, 
Yowza, yowza, yowza. The Blues, My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me is the name of this. With Don Shotgun Carlton on the trumpet, Marvin Hart on the trombone, and Tom Hook on the banjo. We didn't make any of that up. Out of it. The blues you get from loneliness. There are blues that you get from pain. There are blues when you're lonely. For you're one and only. There are blues that are hard to explain. There are blues get from longing but the meanest meanest blues i've seen there's blues that i so, got on my mind blues by the way the if you're really jonesing for these guys I, I just grabbed it it just made sense to get these guys in today they're from kansas city these guys they they play around still around town they're cool cats um so you know <laughs> amanda just sent me a note here says it reminds me of the cantina scene in star I, I wish that, that, that's, that's what we were going for you know the one thing that i did see on the back of this that i never see ever is it's recorded it was in 1982 you never see dates on the back of these i love you guys the red onion jazz babies i hope you guys see this and understand how much i love this it's wonderful wondrous we got that So, it has a very klezmer-esque sound to it, doesn't yeah, it? To- yeah. yeah, totally. Boy. So I do I do want to say one thing that's jazz-related here in Kansas City. Yeah. And the one thing, you know, kind of getting reflective on the 600th episode of Neon Jazz. Yeah. I just got to say, and I know there's varying perspectives on what's going on in, in Kansas City with jazz. And I can say from my perspective for doing this for eight years... Jazz has never been stronger. These cats in Kansas City are some of the coolest people that I've ever met. They are a community, a very strong community. They support each other. And whenever you go see a live show, you're never disappointed. And I did see Jackie Myers. We went and saw Jackie Myers. And she did a live recording with the great Matt Hopper. And it was great. When you go see a live show where they're recording, there's always something special about it. Yeah. You know? So I just, I wanted to put that in. I know that we cover the national acts. The 600th episode was about Jamil, but I want to say when we all bring this down, when I started this show, yeah. I wanted to celebrate not just the history and the ghost of Kansas City, but right now there is a very vibrant, vivacious community of artists that are a part of this Kansas City jazz scene that John Scott's fostered at his his places of of play the Green Lady Lounge, the Black Dolphin, mm-hmm. and others around from the Folly all the way around this. Let's town. get you up there in the camera. No, I'm just sorry, like, I, I kind of, <clears throat> kind of slipped away a little it bit. It was just your lips over here going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of dipped that. I, I got, got, I got, I got a string behind up. him, and I'm doing this. <laughs> He's doing the marionette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pinocchio, where's my? Yeah, my nose is big enough, so we're good, no problem. So anyway, that that was that was one of the things, and the other thing about doing this show, and I know it sounds like a broken record, is interviewing and talking to these cats, and and it's been wondrous to get their stories because they they are the ones that are weaving this tale of Kansas City jazz together. Keeping I uh, I caught your article by virtue of the fact you gave me a copy of the magazine, yeah. Kansas City Jazz, yeah. uh, where you were interviewing a 13-year-old jazz prodigy. Man, what a Man. great kid. Yeah, great, great kid, great yeah. interview. And, and this kid, he, he, he has that vibe of like Harry Connick. You know that he's just beginning. Yeah. And he's talented, and he's going to move on, and 
everything about him is wisdom. I mean, his story about Herbie Hancock sitting with him yeah. and Herbie was downplaying his fame and for him to be around that. And that was one of my questions. Like, what what do you get from these legends that are being humble around you? And he just feels it. It's just a part of the jazz world. They don't play up who they are. They play they play up the fact that they're they're creating this music, this improv music, this art form that people love. That's it. That's really yeah. what it what it comes down to. And that's I hope what we've been doing in five hundred, well, six hundred episodes. Six hundred. Yeah. You know, it's been it's been our goal. It's been our reach. It's been our aim. And I just got to say, John Christopher, it's been what a uh, ride, wondrous to to run into each other and to do this. It's just been it's been a thrill minute, man. He's a, I told him he's developing this community around himself of all these great jazz artists, and uh, <laughs> I love what I do. Don't get me wrong, the, the kind of music that I play from the nineteen forties, fifties, and sixties, but most of the people I have to that I'm carrying are dead. Um, <laughs> except for uh, Marilyn May here, who was an absolute uh, spitfire delight. Wow, what a... Yeah, 90, 92, was it? Yeah. Yeah, 92, 92. years old and uh, able to build out The Song Is You by Jerome Kern, the one that she wowed Johnny Carson with yeah. uh, one night with Doc Severinsen playing in the background. Mind-blowing. Amazing. And the way that she could orchestrate that yeah. set and, and just everything about her. She had a great handshake, too. Yeah, she did. (laughs) (laughs) She knew how to do it. E.E. Pointer, how you doing? That's another very, very good stronghold here in this town um, with the River Cow Orchestra. So, E.E., thank you for being a part of this entire lineage up to 600. Herschel McWilliams, you're on there, I see. Bill Denny, thank you for the kind words. Everybody out there, thank you. It's been been a joy, and we're going to just keep on keeping on, because that's what we do around here. We're like truckers. (laughs) A recommended revisit. Uh, if you have an opportunity, uh, that is, I've been revisiting the uh, Ken Burns series, Jazz. It's a lot to watch, but it's amazing. They did a great job. I was uh, kind of reviewing Art Tatum yeah, uh, and how they managed to capture some of the, um, some of his work. Yeah. That's, and it was, it was reminding me how you have to, you had to have been there to watch these people. Yeah. You know, it would a lot of a lot of the stuff. A lot of I've said before during the big band era, uh, I couldn't I couldn't really appreciate it the way my parents was because it was not just the music, but it was the interaction, the interplay oh, that you man. that you saw between the musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that and that's half the theater, right? Right there. And that's the thing when you think about getting into a time machine. If you could catch what those guys were doing, that it was a totally different era. Yeah. I mean, people didn't have phones and distractions and all of this. It was like that was it. They went to see it. There was nothing to share, but just the fact that that music was going to happen at that one point and be gone. Yeah. It was going to dissipate, and everybody would have their memories. I don't think anybody really predicted. Even Benny Goodman, icon that he was, hadn't predicted that it was going to go go like it did. Yeah. Wow. It's like good jokes. Timing. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Timing. (laughs) No, the, uh, and I think a lot of these guys that were creating it from Miles Davis, I mean, he realized that I think later on, but I think a lot of these guys were just creating an art form and didn't even realize, even Charlie Parker, he left too soon for him to really realize the magnitude and how profound his music was going to be on the entire world, not just jazz, but everything. Uh, uh, country music, Johnny Cash was to say that too. They'd uh-huh. had no idea. No, no what idea. The, what uh, what they were doing. They were just doing that thing they That's did. That's it. It was the frying pan to the head, and you just you <laughs> let the birdies just float around your scalp, you know? <laughs> really? <That's it>. Yep. <laughs>
Sorry, I had to do it. That's all right. I've had that frying pan to the head more than once. (laughs) (laughs) And deserved it on a couple of occasions, too. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. So I figured, you know, while we talk about 600, the Red Onion Jazz Babies again should be the one that should provide the better music. And uh, anyway, you know, it's, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep on doing what we do around here. Yep. And that is playing the jazz, playing the good music. And don't forget the Neon Beat, the American Songbook, beautiful show. Thank you. Catch it. RadioGeorge.com. First All the time. Yeah. That's it. So that's the cover on how to ideas around here. (laughs) You know, we keep this up, we may wind up on the cover of the Rolling Stone. That's right. All the news that prints. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thank you again, everybody, all of you guys out there that have tuned into the show, the musicians up and down all around. Pass the word. Yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the love going. For crying out for crying out loud, we've said it before. We're in a jazz town. Yeah. That's it. Pity's sake. We're in the, the cradle. We're in the cradle of jazz here, and we're having trouble keeping this stuff on the air. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 Should be everywhere. We should be, you know, enjoy the jazz all the time. So we're going to do it no matter what. You know, hell or high water. And that was the end of the song. That was perfect timing. (laughs) All right. So enjoy the jazz, my friends. Enjoy the music, my friends. Thanks for joining us. Later. Neon Jazz.